This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. It's the Undercard. Bringing you the best in hand combat coverage with feature interviews, major events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. And now, here they are, always in your corner, Brad, Marv, and Jimmy. All right. Welcome to the Undercard. we got a great show planned for everybody. We're going to start off with boxing and then move our way on uh, later on to the show into um, what would be described as medieval combat. Five, Battle five, Royale. Stuff like that. Yeah. But in studio joining us, we have Leonardo Tyner and we have Dwayne Williams. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking to Dwayne Williams a little bit later. He's coming back in boxing on uh, June 25th. But we're going to be talking all about June 23rd right now because Leonardo Tyner has a big fight against an up-and-coming you know, prospect talent. Nephew. In Winfred Harris. Uh, so we're going to get to talk a little bit about Tyner's backstory. Then Winford uh, is going to call in. We're going to give him his time, and then we're going to let you say we go at it. How does that sound? Oh yeah, you ain't tell me Winford was going to be here, be on with me. <laughs> <laughs> he just—he's over the phone. We—we we don't want to get you two in the same room. Yeah, yeah. We want to save it for the ring. Cover that. We want to save it for the ring. Nephew, I hope you listen to nephew. <laughs> So I'm going to start off right off the bat. Uh, you've been knocked down, but you've never been knocked out. So I, it's going to be really tough for Harris to even have a knockout chance. He's never been in deep water with rounds. Um, I mean, do you feel that your advantage is so great that people that select that are selecting Harris um, are overlooking you? Do you feel slighted? What, what, do you, what do you feel, Tyner, when you see people picking Harris? And I just gave two reasons why you wouldn't pick Harris. Well, my, my thought is they just they think, you know, Father Times don't wait on nobody, you know, so they think I'm an older guy and he's young, coming up, heavier than me. But if you know who I am, you know, none of that's a problem for me. So it is what it is. Boxing, anybody can win. But, you know, all these young guys, they my nephews. You know what I'm saying? They call me Big Unk now. You know, I'm, I'm fighting all young guys. So they my nephews out here. Okay. <laughs> uh, but then some people, let's, let's go favor of how Harris could win. Um, the last fight you had in Dearborn that I was at, I don't remember you ever getting caught and knocked down like that. Um, you did have a huge layoff due to a suspension. Um, maybe Winfred Harris is top two or three in Detroit, and maybe he can pull up what would be considered an upset. Come on, come on now. That knockdown, that really wasn't a knockdown. If you you really got back know. up and you weren't hurt. Yeah, it was just me being arrogant like I be, you know, going in this, <laughs> ah, keep throwing punches and, and expecting nobody to throw nothing back, I guess, at the time. So I fell, I guess. It was a slip. Yeah, it was mean, a slip. It yeah, was a, but the no, ref, no, it was a slip. Also, you said it wasn't a slip. <laughs> it wasn't a slip. <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't a slip. But, it, I mean, it must have, something had to land because I wouldn't have failed just to fall. But all I know is I got right up, and I, I didn't feel nothing. Like, it was no – I wasn't hurt or nothing. And 
once I got my gloves wiped off, I ran right back at him. So and wonder I was running around before then, and then right after then I wasn't around. So I, it's a knockdown because the the, the famous um, ref started counting. So Frank Garza. So it was a knockdown, and I looked at it as a knockdown. So we counted it as a knockdown. We're talking about June 23rd. It's Night of Knockouts. It's happening at the Soundboard in a Motor City Casino, the main event. Uh, we got Leonardo Tyner. Winfred Harris is going to be joining us uh, really soon. But did I answer your question, though, about you said something about Winfred. I went into the knockdown. You repeat that question. It was something you were saying. So you want to – so I said the advantages. So I, I play pros and cons. Okay. The, the, the pros for you would be you've never been knocked out and that this is the longest fight that uh, Winford's ever had round-wise. The cons would be uh, that maybe the suspension – was too long and that you know your last fight you know you did get caught and maybe you've lost a step like you said father time has caught up right well i've been well i've been in the gym training and back and forth love anything that the um suspension it made me hungrier you know because i i realized what i lost and i was from the outside looking in and believe me i i missed it dearly so i would never ever put myself through that again and and I, I want to talk to all the other fighters who's doing the wrong thing out here. Don't lose something before. Don't get something took away before, you, you know what I'm saying, you appreciate it. You know, you got to appreciate everything you got. So when they took boxing away from me, it, it really it did something to me. Now I don't miss no days. Alright, and uh, you know, the advantages for Harris are pretty pretty self-explanatory if he gets the win he beats somebody that's been in the ring with a canelo who was in uh floyd mayweather's camp long career over uh 40 something fights and uh you know if he loses to you it was a big step up and he got the experience and the losses and everything in boxing you've had losses so you know this what are the advantages for you at this time fighting somebody with as little fights as winford uh harris well, my advantages are um, the experience. You know, I've been in in deep waters. I, I fought the best out there on short notices and everything. So, I, you know, I've been better tested. He haven't been better tested. And like you said, it's kind of like a win-win situation for him. But only way it won't be if he lose by a devastating knockout. If I knock him out cold, it, it's not gonna help him, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna, it's gonna really. It might curl, him, you know what I'm saying? It might just mess him up. But if he loses by decision, or put up a good fight and whatever, he'll be okay. But if he gets knocked out completely, it's done deal. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. oh sorry, I was gonna say so. Um, uh, like Brad said, uh, the advantages for him, the win-win situation for him is um, if, he, if he is able to beat you, um, big upset. Uh, even if he loses, it's still a step up. What are, uh, like, what, after this fight, what's, what, what's next for you? So, like, you, you fight a guy like Harris, um, you, you devastating knockout, knock him out cold. What's the next step? Well, if the next step for me will be, I'm right back in position to where I was at before the suspension. Okay. You know? I'm back to the guy that everybody knows, known me as, you know, the guy who's going to fight. 
But now it's like they cannot catch me slipping no more. I'm I'm always training behind that. So it's going to be hard to get fights like I was getting before anyway. Right. Because it, it was hard when I was taking fights on short notice. That was the only time they can get me. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm going to be – I'm ready now. I don't – I don't miss the gym now. You know, I don't stay out weeks at a time. It's like the suspension, it, it did something to me, man. It's like, do what you got to do. You got to appreciate this world right. of boxing. You can't be playing with your career because you ain't going to have this that long. So and enjoy it while you're in it and appreciate what you're doing. You know, you're having fun, making good money. Mm -hmm. right. Why mess it up? Let's, so this, let's take this phone call really quick. Hello? Hello? All right, you're on the undercard. Is this Winford? Yeah. All right. Uh, so down. Good up that few. All right, Tyner, you, you gotta give you gotta give him a few minutes here to answer some questions, and then we'll, we'll let you guys go at it here really quick. So uh, we're joined by Win, uh, Winford Harris, uh, thirteen and zero. Uh, we were talking to Leonardo Tyner about uh, the advantages that you have to have fighting Tyner in this uh, point in your career. Um, it's a big step up. What do you think you can offer that Tyner has never seen in his long career? Even though he started late, it's a long career, over 40 fights. Shit, I'm, I'm a big dude. I don't think he got in there with nobody as big as me. And I can really fight. I can box. I adjust. I do a little. Now, you, you, yeah, you brought up a good point. And Tyner said that he was giving up weight due to uh, experience. Um, is there any fear at all going against somebody as experienced as uh, Tyner with uh, the champions he's been in with uh, in the ring? I mean, with me, that, that that don't really matter to me. Like, don't none of that, don't none of that matter to me. You know, it's something to think about, uh, something that, that, that looked good on paper, but uh, I, ain't, I ain't shook by nothing. I know I make I make adjustments. Period. How was your management, uh, KP Boxing, Carlos? How how did they approach you for the fight on June twenty third? Uh, were you looking for an opponent, and how was Tyner presented to you? And why why did you guys feel that this was the right move at this time? Uh, I was just I was just chilling. They came to me, to me. They trying to look for somebody for me to fight, and uh. The guy who they wanted, he didn't want to do it. So the, I guess the next, the next guy they they wanted uh, was Cole. And uh, I'm like, I'm like Cole, y'all want to fight Cole? I'm like, that's my man. I don't know if I want to, if I want to fight Cole. But uh, then they they say Cole said he'd do it. So I'm like, oh well, uh, I do it. All right, let's let's go then. Ain't nothing, else, ain't nothing else to talk about. Now, Leonardo, uh, you were speaking about Cole. Cole over here, he's been posting online his workouts, uh, been been verbally all over Facebook calling you out. You've taken the other approach, very private, not talking about the fight. Um, is that the way you typically are? And have you heard <laughs> anything that Leonardo has said online about you? <laughs> yeah, I see. You know everybody going to come tell me something, show me something. I see. It is just. I ain't, I'm just not that type of dude. I ain't got nothing to say about it. It's, it's going to be what it is when we get in the ring. I don't do all that talking. That's been me my whole life. We get into a fight at school, I I ain't doing no talking. All I'm doing is swinging. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Now, you're, you're going against a guy that's never been knocked out in his career. He's been knocked down, but never knocked out, and has been in a lot of rounds, has has gone deep. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, how are you preparing for something like this? Because it, it's something you've never seen outside of sparring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm out here. I'm working real hard. I'm talking about real hard. Uh, hardest I ever, I ever worked in my life. Uh, you know, he, he never been knocked out. But, I mean, it's the first time for everything. Uh, he he coming he coming to the, to his end. Uh, I'm here. The Reaper. I'm the Reaper. You feel me? <laughs> now, now, Tyner, hypothetical here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Harris is able to knock you out. Do you walk away from the game? Is that it, or, or do you do you continue on with boxing? Well, I I don't want to even think that 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 way. But him, I, I like I like the guy. You know, you know he's a cool guy. He's respectful. You know, and that's me. I do a lot of talking. He don't do talking, but that's me. I talk and enjoy this one minute. But he knows, and everybody knows. Even the guy in the background, I know is Ali. He knows that <laughs> nothing. I, I ain't never been close to being stopped, but I got much respect for for Hot Boy. You know, I got much respect for him because he took the fight and he confident in himself. I always liked him anyway. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's business, and we're gonna go at it. And he know I ain't at the end of my time. You know, I'm trying to build something too. And your name will look good on my resume too, my man. So. Let's do what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? And after the fight, we're going to be right back, friends, because you my boy. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I care about you for sure. You know what I'm saying? You are not. And say say if you do beat me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump you up and pump your name up. I'll carry the torch for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you a new you guy from Detroit, and I like you. So that's how it is. If you beat me, you beat me, and then I'm I'm gonna say nothing negative for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna help pump you, push you, probably walk you to the ring on the next ones. That's just how much love I got for you. But nephew, <laughs> I got to show you your big unk still here though. You know what I'm saying? And much love to you, my man, for sure. Now, Tyner, you're B side with this, right? Because when, are they giving Winford the A side, or is it kind of even? Man, I'm the A side, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm the champion. I'm the I'm the the grown man here. He trying he trying to build off me. Who's I'm, walking to the ring I'm first? Have you guys even discussed that? I'm yet? coming in second. He can get announced second, but I'm coming in second. I'm the man. He got to take me off my throne, flat out. You know I'm, what I'm saying? He tried to get to me. Uh, he got to get to my level. I'm the man. I'm the champion. Now, Harris, do you uh, respect that? Because I mean, Tyner has paid his dues, and do you, are you okay with uh, allowing him to walk to the ring second, be announced second, and, and get his moment? And then, if you are able to uh, win, that it, you know it might even make it sweeter. Or do you do you feel you're the headliner here at this early in your career? I mean, it don't really matter to me, honestly. You know, he can have it. Uh, he, he knows my, it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, Harris? So like, yeah. They're going to see the hot boy fight. They, they ain't going to see the uh, Cole and hot boy. They're going to see the hot boy fight. <laughs> oh, come on, boy. You know, I know I've got, I'm the fan favorite. Come on now. You know that. <laughs> Do you, uh, Winfred, do you think you've ever been in the ring with somebody that hits as hard as Cole? I mean, uh, his body shots, I've always said this, he he hits harder to the body than I, I remember seeing ringside. 
Um, how, how do you prepare for his power, or or do you think that you have been in the ring with somebody with that much power? I don't know. It, it don't matter if you don't get hit. You know, he 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 is a strong dude. I remember he didn't he didn't call me a little good body shot before when I was a kid. When I was a kid, a long time ago. But <laughs> Who is that in the background talking with you, cowboy? <laughs> Ali Hakeem, baby. Yeah, Ali, you know what it is, Ali. I know you got. I know you gonna get him ready. We love you, hey, Cole, we love you man. I know. Okay. I know. I know, man. It's a business thing. I can't. I want to see y'all guys before the fight. You know, I want to chop it up and talk a little mess with y'all. You know, I ain't seen y'all. I've been chasing y'all down, man. Why y'all hiding from me? Man, we gonna pull up on you, bro. Yeah, we gonna pull up on you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me call the insurance agent to make sure this place is insured up to uh, the right way. But no, you guys are handling it very civilized from a couple uh, fighters from Detroit. Now, Cole, he, um, I, brought, I brought to his attention your power, but you are moving up in weight. And typically yes. moving up into weight, power is uh, relinquished a little bit. That's typically what we've seen in boxing over the long history. Um, do you think that you'll be able to still possess the power moving up in weight that much? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a naturally strong guy, you know what I'm saying? And plus, I got that that retarded strength, they say, you know. Like, I just got off the yellow bus, you know what I'm saying? I'm just real strong, you know what I'm saying? So I'm bringing what I got to bring. I just, you know, y'all don't see I take my helmet off before I get in the ring, you know. Right. So so I'm coming. That's just how I be, baby. But, you know, he's a big guy, you know, tall, long guy, you know what I'm saying? But... He haven't been in there with me, man, and you know, saying they everybody know my resume. I punch real hard, so he got he he tall. He got a slim though, so you know I'm gonna punch through that body. We just gonna see, you know, what I'm saying I know he. I, I just want him to the the go, you know, higher after this fight because after that we are gonna be friends regardless. So after I beat him, you know, what I'm saying I just hope he just keep his confidence and keep fighting. <laughs> Yeah, after I beat him, I just hope he don't quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I had to, I had, to, I had to put, I had to put, a, I had to put a fight. I get a fight with him, so you know what I'm saying. We can make some money together. Right. You know now that's, that's all. So at least I want you to thank me for giving you your biggest payday too. You know what I I'm saying? I want you to thank me. Forgive you a payday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, hey man, you know this. You know I didn't made a lot of money in boxing, man. This, this is for you here. This your biggest payday. So you know, I'm willing to give it to you. You know, this right here ain't nothing to me. This, this that casino money I'm gonna play with after the fight. You know what I'm saying? So welcome to the welcome to the big stage, my man. Now, Leonardo, really quickly, uh, Harris hasn't fought anyone with a winning record. You think he's taken on too much too soon? <clears throat> Just as a friend, would you say that well, I'm too much too soon? Yeah, he can he can fight though. The the guys he fought, it don't matter who it was. You know, it, that's just how boxers do. They build themselves up anyway. Everybody got built up records. But I believe he can hold himself, but it is too much of a step up to be facing me right now. You know what I'm saying? He should have had something a little, you know, a little bit better, but right now this this is too much of a step up here. This is too much for him. You know what I'm saying? And Harris, how would you respond to that? That this is uh, too big of a step up because uh, you know records don't mean much in boxing, but this is a uh, a huge record you're, that you're taking on. 
after not fighting anybody with a winning record. You're very talented, but what 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 do you think this means? Uh, that don't that don't mean nothing. Everybody everybody start off like that. You can't control who you, who you fight in the beginning. Right. We all just waiting for that waiting for that uh, that one. We all saying that man, I want a big fight, man. I want a big fight. Everybody saying that. He probably wants somebody want to fight somebody bigger than me right now. That you can't control who you fight off in the beginning. So uh, that don't matter. Just 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 check my check my resume in the gym. Everybody everybody know what it is. Everybody know that they can say what they want. But they don't want to get in there and spar with me. That's why I'm out here. That's why I'm out here out of, out of state right now, trying to get some work. Oh, see, he's out of state, Tanner. Yeah, that, you know he left the state because he know Detroit minds, so he had to get out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't blame you for it, boy, because you know if they somebody see you, they're gonna tell you, "Well, man, I'm pulling up on you, boy." <laughs> 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 now, I want Winfred. I want you to say something nice about uh, Tanner. What, what do you like about his fighting style that? You one day hope to encompass um, something that you maybe learn from Leonardo. He just a dog. He just a dog. He don't matter if he if he take a uh, week notice fight. He just come in there like he been trying. You know what I'm saying? He just a dog. He just come. You no, know, it ain't that. that John, it's, that's real good. It just ain't gonna work on me. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, in your court, Tyner, say something nice about uh, Winford, uh, hot boy here. What is uh, something that you see in him that you know down the road, win or lose this uh, June twenty third, that this kid has a bright future? Well, what I like about him, he's young. You know, what I'm saying he's confident. He's not no ugly guy. He's good for boxing. You know, good for Detroit. He's a good rapper too. He made us a rap theme song like within a second. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a flow for y'all too before I leave here. <laughs> but um, I, but I like though I like him though. You know, he's a good guy. He he respectful. You know, he, he's confident. He's good for Detroit. You know what I'm saying? I kind of hate that I'm fighting him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because I like him a lot though. You know so. But I got to do what I have to do. I want to fight the casino. I want my crowd back. You know what I'm saying? I did, it's just him, so you know what I'm saying. I might always have respect for him, and you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna look at him like you know my little brother, but um, you're my nephew right now, so you know, <laughs> and, you know. And, and your mama been telling me what you've been doing at home. You've been taking the garbage out of nothing, so I'm gonna have to come over there, nephew, and you know get you right. <laughs> so <laughs> so take away the friendship. Winford, how do you see this fight going? Do you win it by knockout? Do you see you winning by decision? What What is the final outcome? Give us a prediction or have your coach, Coach Ali, give a prediction. Well, you know, where I feel right now, it's a good fight. I think we're going to beat the guy in style, classy. Uh, we're not going to say what we will do, but I say this. We will be the winners on the end when they raise our hands. All right, Leonardo, uh, any predictions taking away the friendship aside? Uh, knowing what you know about Winford, uh, how quick can you get him out of the ring, you think? Well, just me being me, and since I know how Ali looking right now, they might be, I don't know if they're on the phone or they're in the car listening to the radio. He's looking at the radio right now like he's looking at me. So what I'm going to do, you know, to me, I'm going I'm to win. You know what I'm saying? I feel confident I'm going to win. To me, I think I'm going to stop him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going for the KO, and hopefully I get it. If I don't, I'm going to win regardless. So, And one thing about it, though, Winfrey, you my mans, though. 
for sure. I got much love for you, bro. Real talk. And the real winners are going to be uh, the fans that are there June 23rd. Tickets, uh, only a few left. Ticketmaster.com. Uh, it's at Soundboard June 23rd. Uh, Motor City Casino. I want to thank you, Hot Boy, for joining us. Anything you want to say to uh, Leonardo? This might be the last time you guys talk until weigh-ins. No, I'm going to see him. I'm going to pull up on him. <laughs> I, I just want him to better be ready. Ooh. Better be ready. He ain't got no whooping like this since he was a baby. Hey. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. saying, Wayne. That's what I, I need to hear something like that from you. You know, I need to hear that. You know, you scare me by being too calm. I need you to talk like that. Thank you, man. I needed that. I appreciate you doing that. And how about you, Leonardo, uh, in case this is the last time you guys talk until weigh-ins? Well, you know, good luck, Wayne. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming. You know me. You know my resume. I'm coming, man. Just just be ready and, and good luck, bro. I want to thank uh, Carlos uh, Lalinas for putting this fight together, KP Boxing, for also helping in, and obviously the Motor City. Uh, I don't know if there's a better venue than Soundboard, to tell you the truth, just because of the the way it, it kind of gets like a coliseum feel to right. it, the way they had upper deck rolls, you know, and everything around. Tickets going fast, too, y'all. Y'all got to get these tickets, I'm telling you. Get these tickets <laughs> yep. right now because they going fast. All the big seats are gone, and this. Standing room and this, you know, just get these tickets. I'm telling you, if you want to come, you already come. Get and them. I want, I want to wish you guys the best of luck, both of you guys, and uh, good health at the end of the fight, no matter what happens. And uh, thank you so much for joining us, Winford. <laughs> All right, you, you take care. What do you say? Yeah, <laughs> all right. That's how calm you're gonna be, boy. When it's over, you hear me? I want you to be calm and humble yourself. All right. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and that is that is it. We're gonna go to a quick break. We'll be back with uh, some more Leonardo Tyner, and we got Dwayne Williams, who's coming back to boxing. Yeah, man, that's a big boxing weekend. Oh, you yeah, get to yeah, see oh, Tyner yeah. fight, yeah. and then you fight two days later. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. All right, so we'll GBS. be back after a, cu- a quick couple song break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Undercard. Hand Combat Radio. All right, everybody. We are just talking on the break and stuff. Um, yeah, we had uh, both fighters in. Uh, the thing's going to be sold out. There's no question about it. Carlos does very well at Soundboard also. And uh, people, you know, once you get off the elevator, Motor City, they're advertising. So it always sells out. But I was telling Tyner over the break, um, regardless of it selling out or not, um, you know, this is a big opportunity for both of them. I mean, if Harris wins, he might be a fight away or two fight aways from a TV uh, fight. And then, uh, Leonardo, you're the master of uh, short notice fight. I mean, you you got to be on everybody's list if someone gets injured for a good payday somewhere in the States. Yes. I know you don't want to do it that way if it's possible, but, you know, you, you're known for always showing up and, and being entertaining. Um, so I, I, that's the win-win of it in hyping up the fight, even though it's going to be sold out is that we want people talking about it. Um, you know, we want people to talk about Harris and we want people to talk about Tyner and, uh, let, let people know, uh, little ball hates back in the game and he, he's right. ready to, ready to hurt some people and that Harris is, uh, stepping up, you know, I, I really quickly, Harris isn't here. So we're, we're just going to talk, but, um, I do admire Harris taking this fight. Yes. Not many fighters in Detroit would even touch this because, um, uh, well, you do hit hard. Not only do you hit hard, I mean, it's a big step up. I do like seeing that because I see a lot of behind the scenes where a lot of these young guys don't like fighting people. No, they don't. They really don't. But I could say the money helped him do it. That's his biggest payday. So 
and he's young, so and this is gonna be his biggest payday. So I figured that helped him take this fight. But he confident too. So, you know, we both Leos, so we you know, we tough. <laughs> I'm the older lion. So I can't let him come in and take the pride from me. You know what I'm saying? I gotta wait for a minute. Can't let him come in and just ravish the the whole pride. You no. the alpha. Yes. Yeah. You know. So, Absolutely. So I'm looking at it like that too. You know, I'm I'm an older lion, but I'm I'm still a guy fight in me now. Come on. <laughs> now you you talked about this being your hardest training camp. While you were on suspension, you went out to uh, Las Vegas and and uh, lived out there. Was uh, part of the money team for a while, helping Floyd get ready for his biggest fights. The one thing I've always said, having seen it. Uh, you're never gonna outwork Floyd in the uh, the the training department. Right. Um, people people see the brash lifestyle, but he is seriously the hardest worker behind the scenes. Did you learn the uh, how to do a proper camp from him and what what it takes? Well, what I learned from here at him is um, I don't care how much money he has, he trains harder than the, the brokest guy in the gym. So if you can't learn from that. You know, because he, he pulls up in, in million-dollar cars and and get get in there and train like he don't have a thing. Like he waiting. He's trying to get his next big payday. So if you can't learn from that, then you don't need to be in boxing, period. So, you know, oh, I learned from the best. We do have a call coming in. Welcome to the undercard. Who do we have here? No. Hello. Who do we have? Uh, these are the two baby gladiator brothers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you you calling to talk to Dwayne? Hi. This is Michael and Gabriel. This is Gabriel. And this is Michael. Are these your sons? We- yeah, my son. Oh, <laughs> uh, how how excited are you to be talking to your dad right now? Hello. Huh? I said how how excited are you to be talking to your dad right now? Oh yeah, pretty pretty excited. <laughs> well, your dad's a very nice person, and not only that, he's a hard worker. Um, you know, uh, having a dad as a boxer, well, what do you think about that? Uh, I think he's going to win every fight now, <laughs> and he's going to be championship, and because he worked hard. Oh, yes. Aww. That's my baby. <laughs> well, we know your why, why you fight hard and everything like that. Uh, right. Tell us a little bit about your kids, why they're on the air with us. Um the ages and uh, you know what? Yeah, some they, of their personalities. Been in the studio before. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, we got Gabriel; he's eight years old, and we got Michael; he's ten years old. Oh my gosh. They're both straight A students. We got Michael, who's a math scholar; he's a fourth grade on the eighth grade math level. Wow! And we got my youngest, Gabriel; he's the top speller in his school. So, nice. and they both and they both real yes, good I athletes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to be when you grow up? A basketball player. All right. Fighter. A fighter? That's oh, so we do one. got a fighter. My youngest one. Yeah, he like UFC. Oh, he wants ah, to do MMA. Yeah. My grandma's a fighter, too. Okay. Uh, do you want to be a Chicago Bull? No. no he, he's born in Michigan. Okay. <laughs> you want to be a Detroit Piston? No. Golden State. Golden State. Okay, you want to be a Golden State Warrior? Yeah. yeah. I, I tell you something, you wouldn't want to said that four years ago, five years ago. Right. People would be like, old right. They didn't even have their hats at Lids, man, you know, and all of a sudden they're a popular team and everybody's Golden State now, man. Right. People didn't even know where Golden State was, like right. up in Sacramento and stuff. They'd be like, ah, I don't even know where that is. Um, so you're a big basketball fan. Uh, how often have you seen your dad fight? Uh, a lot, of, many years, like 
Many years. Awesome. <laughs> well, you, you got a very nice dad, and I want to thank you guys for calling in today, okay? Well, good job in school. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it up. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll let you say goodbye to him, Dwayne. Bye. All right. Bye, Mike bye. Gay. Love you. Love you, too. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> bye. Now, uh, this is, you know, I actually got a question from one of your kids that I can uh, ask Cole here. This yeah. is actually a good question. Um, Leonardo, you started w- later than most boxers. And Conor McGregor's trying to pick up boxing, so he has a fighting chance <laughs> at Floyd Mayweather. It looks like this fight's going to happen. They're saying 90% done. UFC's involved. Uh, another network is trying to get in on it. Does he have any chance to catch up to what Floyd Mayweather knows or like just like we're having here with Harris could have Mayweather lost a step at 39-40. What do you think? I don't, you know, I don't want to shoot the fight down, but he has no chance. No chance. At all. At all. <laughs> but, you know, it's 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 like if you get hit, but Mayweather fights guys who box who've been fighting all their life and and going to the tough guys and wild swingers, everybody. And they can't hit him clean. I know it, it's no way. There's no way Connor has a chance in this. My one fear for Floyd, because I, you know, I like Floyd, um, is that Connor gets frustrated fifth or sixth round, and then you know, a purpose headbutt or something like he tries to like you know disqualify or, or win the fight dirty. Um, that's the scary thing I have. I don't know Connor from anybody, but you know I, I do know Floyd, and I, he doesn't deserve that if that's his last. Are you surprised that if he's going for fifty, it's kind of the circus sideshow because he could beat a lot of boxers out there with big names still. Yeah, but you know it's it's all about the he's a businessman, so yeah, there's gonna be some money. Yeah, it's all about the money now. You know he he didn't prove his point already, so he's looking at like if I can make a lot of money from this. I might as well go on and retire my kids, kids, kids. So you might as well get it while you can and, you know, do I don't blame them, you know. At first I was looking like, man, it's not going to happen, but it seemed like it's going to happen. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, what do you, you know, very similar in, in regards to uh, size difference because uh, you're smaller like Floyd and um, Connor's uh, bigger like Harris. Do you think that size plays into anything or – when you when you're Floyd and it, it's been routine for so long, it doesn't matter at all. Well, when you when you a fighter, if you in a bar, <laughs> when you fight, it don't matter. Nobody stop off and weigh themselves before they fight. And I didn't seen big guys get knocked out by little guys, and I seen big guys and throw little guys around. So in a fight, it don't it don't matter about size. You know, saying so they just make us get on the scale. But if if size deter you from anything, then you have a problem with your ego and everything inside of you. All right. So we don't want to confuse our listeners. We are talking to Leonardo Tyner. He is fighting Winford Harris. This is happening June 23rd, Ticketmaster.com, or you can go to the Soundboard box office um, and pick up a ticket um, because we're going to move on to a different event. Same weekend if you want to get your boxing kicks. June 25th, uh, Link King. Uh, grandson of uh, Don King is throwing fights at a very beautiful venue uh, in Dearborn. Um, it's the Dearborn Ford uh, Community Performing Arts Center. It's fight night in the D. Canines fighting. But who we have with us now is a guy. Was it two years ago you walked away or a year well, yeah, ago? Um, Hold on. I think it was about six months. <laughs> 
Oh, we got a call here really quick. Let's take it. Okay. Welcome to the undercard. Who do we have? Yeah, this is Rush from Dynamic. I just want to say shout out to my boy TBS, the Gladiator. <laughs> What's up, Rush? You all right? Yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for calling in. Dwayne's, uh-huh. Dwayne's coming back to box again. Uh, you excited for it? Supporting him? Um, what do you hope to see? Yeah, I'm always excited for family. I'm uh, hoping to see them knockouts coming. Are you a gladiator? Are you part of the gladiator family? Baby gladiator. <laughs> Baby gladiator. How'd that come about, Dwayne, the, the gladiator thing? I think you told uh, us so many years ago that I forgot. Yeah, uh, I think that was by 2007. I was just sitting down one day thinking, how can I get a group of people to be on the same mentality as me uh, as far as success-wise? And I came up with, like, a, a little motto, and I, I came to a couple of people who said they wanted to join me, and they decided to join. And, and Tyner got the senior discount, right? Yeah. To come in. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah, you know, yeah, you, had, yeah. you had to have, have a veteran up in you there. Got, you, got the, <laughs> you got the 20% off the initiation fee at this age. <laughs> I'm trying to, right, right. I'm yeah. still trying to get my little extra percentages off now. <laughs> get older as it goes. Do you have it, any, it also comes with an early bird special. Right. <laughs> Do you have a question for uh, Tyner or uh, Williams while you're on the phone? I just, I just shout out to all the boys. Thank right. you. Thanks, Thanks for bro. calling the undercard. Uh-huh. All right. So, Dwayne, uh, was it two years ago or about a year ago that you, you walked away? So about a year ago. Okay. Six, eight months ago. <laughs> uh, so, Dwayne Williams is coming along. You, you start off, where were you, 4-0? and You were 5-0 and or something five like that, and right? Oh, yeah. And then you fought two really tough competitors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Olympic gold medal winner. From Russia. From Russia. Eagle you went out to Las Vegas, yeah. and you're, you're the B-side, so yeah. they fly you out on Wednesday, get used yeah. to the altitude, yeah. and then, yeah, you know. And then uh, the other fight. Was uh, a, the Egyptian national champion. Yep. Ahmed Ibali. Yeah, and, yeah. and two vicious knockouts. Yeah. I took that fight on short notice. My mistake. So you're you're coming back. Why coming back? Because when I walked away, I thought I was done. But it, I just had that itch for it again, just to come back to the training. I'm just a gladiator by heart. It just can't, can't go nowhere. It's in my blood. Now, being away from a year, but being back in the gym, is. Uh, do you feel like you lost a step, or do you feel better this time around? Actually, I feel better this time around because uh, I know all the mistakes that I made back then, I'm not making now. So everything is different now. I'm doing everything the right way now. So, and who's going to be in your corner? Are you, you got Chad and Dynamic uh, still, or yeah, Chad got... and Dynamic. But I just signed with K9 Promotions. Okay. Yep. So I'm with K9 now. All right. And then yeah. uh, uh, how how the uh, King thing happened on uh, Dearborn uh, when K9 signed you? You got the fight too? Yeah, yeah. Once K9 signed, that's that's K9's friend right there. So uh, K9 introduced me to him. Mm-hmm. They they uh, in partners. They actually they both doing the show. Right. Yeah. And is it is it weird that you're gonna be cheering on your friend uh, Leonardo here, and then a couple days later, mentally you gotta be ready for your fight, right? But actually, give me pump watching him get... watching him go in, gonna watch him beat his nephew up, and then it's gonna give me pump to go do my thing. Have you ever sparred Harris? Yeah, I sparred him before. Okay, and I, I know you've sparred Tyner. Yeah. So uh, having and sparring isn't fighting, but mm-hmm. um, you know. What do you think of Harris? Obviously, what do you think of your well, boy, when I, Tyner? When I spar Harris, he's... Oh, okay. Hello. Welcome to the undercard. Who do we have? Alexis. Hi, Alexis. Do you have a question for Dwayne or uh, Leonardo? Dwayne. All right. What is the question for Dwayne? I'm just curious. What motivates you? Uh, my sons are my biggest motivation. 
my sons, and my will to succeed. Are you going to be there June 25th? I plan to be. All right. You a big boxing fan? I know Dwayne, so he asked me to come out, so I think I'm going to do so. All right. What about me? I'm Leonardo Tyner. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) You you, you would have to ask your grandma if she listened on the radio when Tyner started fighting. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, Well, thank you so much for calling. We got another caller in. We got to go over the other caller. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to the undercard. Who do we have here? Hello. Welcome to the undercard. Who do we have here? Hello, welcome to the undercard. Hello? They hung up. They, hung up. they couldn't wait. Yeah, I'm just teasing you, Tiny. You're my age. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I like it, though. It's, it, it gets me going. Keep me going. It was poop? Well, I don't know who it was. You can call it back. Hey, but it's good time for boxing right now in Michigan. We got a show um, June 17th. Yeah, 16th. 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 23rd and 25th, man, I'm telling you, 26th. Yeah, let's talk about June 16th, right? So Alexei Zuboff, uh, big Russian, right? But I love Demetrius Banks because uh, he moves up to fight Craig Lewis. Then then uh, he's coming back down to do cruiserweight, um, once again playing the B-side role because it's Salida's card. Uh, Love that heart. You know, not worried about records. He's like, I'm just going to go out there and get it. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, Demetrius Banks. Man, D. Banks is, is like a throwback fighter. You know, me and him, it's like we feed off each other. So, you know, I'm pulling for this guy. We working hard in the gym. And, you know, he's he's not scared. He he keep being the B-side with these good records. He's like, hey, I, I don't care about to keep proving myself. That's what I'm going to do. And if he wins, he's probably a fight away. Right, but they say that every time. And he keeps doing it. And he's like, where is that? And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, this one. Yeah. So he'd be like, okay. So it's this time they needed somebody needs to show this man some love because he's showing the, the promoters love fighting these guys and nobody actually going out their way to show him some love. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tyner, you've been in it so long. Uh, we're gonna go back to Dwayne here really quick, but you've been in it so long. What, what has surprised you that's changed? Obviously, Emmanuel, the losses felt through the city, but what has changed now with the club shows in Detroit and? The feel of it. Because it feels to me, just general observation, the casual boxing, boxing fan has walked away, and I have no idea why. You'll get the diehards, right. but the casual fan left. But it seemed like it, it's making another turn like towards the better because we got guys like you who talking about the fights, and these promoters got to step up now. So they're making these guys fight. They're all calling different guys out and making these guys fight each other. So... Now the promoters can't get away with not putting on good fights because guys like you, you know, y'all guys talking about it and y'all into it. And we need guys like y'all to keep talking about the fights, like you and Scotty Buck and yep. different play- people talking about the fights. We got another call here really quick. Hey, welcome to the undercard. Who do we have here? Hello. They said bye. All right, they said bye. Okay, they're gone again. <laughs> okay, so Dwayne, you're you're coming out of retirement. You're feeling good this time. Oh, yeah. Um, do you do you feel you have a championship run in you? What's your goals? Yeah, I feel like I got a championship run in me. Uh, I got K9 setting up a couple nice fights for me right now, and then maybe about maybe about four or five fights later, I should be in a contention for a real good fight. Put myself in a real good position. 
And we were talking about Salida and Carlos, but also we got another new promoter who has a lot of experience in different states mm-hmm. and uh, Link King coming. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the King names m- mean something yeah. in boxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice guy. Tell us what you think of him as a promoter and uh, what has he told you about some of the goals he might have? Well, you know, I, I met him real briefly, but uh, he seemed like he real hungry and adamant about putting on the shows and getting out of his grandfather's shadow. <laughs> so I think he's going to be a pretty good businessman for Detroit because K-9 bringing him around. So if K-9 trusts him, then I'll talk to him. Now, Tyner, do you ever uh, razz uh, Dwayne? I mean, he, he's from Chicago, but he's always rep- representing Chicago and stuff like that. <laughs> do you guys ever tease him for being from Chicago? <laughs> yes, you know, I always do. But I didn't notice him. Talking about the Cubs until they won. Hey. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think he was a Sox fan. Never. Coming from a Cubs fan. I'm from the west side of Chicago. Cubs all day, man. All right. No, I was just about to ask you, like, White Sox or Cubs? Cubs all day. That's the South Side of White Sox. You know, I did see him with a Cubs hat afterward. Then it looked like it was was worn a lot. So (laughs) I go with that. It didn't have the sticker still on it? No, it was worn. It was like it was set on smash. I think he did it on purpose, too. (laughs) Stepped on it real quick. Yeah. You know, the the one thing that upsets me is that, uh, sh- uh, you know, I am a Cubs fan, right? But yeah. the rest of the Chicago teams, you know, I, I don't really care for. But they are the city of champions, man. I mean, the, the, right. the Blackhawks hey. had an incredible run. They run. might not be done. Um, the Bulls, things are trending upwards, but the Bulls had the six back. I mean, they, they win a lot of championships. The only t- town that I can think of more is it's got to be Boston because you consider New England Patriots. The Bruins won. They are. The freaking are Celtics right. won. They're all right. They accidentally beat us in the playoffs, okay? Accidentally. <laughs> Just happened. <laughs> uh, so do you, have you ever met a trash talker as good as Tyner in the gym? Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he talks a lot, too. He seems calm to everybody, but he, he's talking his trash, too. I try to get him a couple times, but them arms so long, I can't get in, man. And I be trying to catch him, too, but he, he, he keep them long arms out there. I can't I can't do it. Dwayne, what is your reach? Uh, 79. Holy cow. That's pretty yeah. big. Yeah. And it's only guys who tall who know everything. Like my legs is, <laughs> you know. See, short guys like me, we don't even think about it. You know, we like, hey, we gonna go with what we got. Hey, it's it works for you. <laughs> right. We won't ask you your reach, Tyner. <laughs> Thirteen. <laughs> my reach is wherever I can get to. <laughs> right. <laughs> wherever I can do. All right. So, uh, you know. The one thing I would say, um, and this is just I'm talking as a friend, not meaning to put you down, Dwayne, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you have had some vicious knockouts and stuff like that. Is is health a concern? And then I'm going to ask your good friend over here, Tyner, mm-hmm. who had never been knocked out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, let's start with you, and then I'm going to ask Tyner. Mm-hmm. First, any concerns health-wise? Boxing's a very violent sport. Mm-hmm. You've had a few knockouts. Mm-hmm. And then Tyner you've seen these knockouts that your friend has had but you also see him in the gym trying hard do you have any concerns for him so let's start with Dwayne first well you know knockouts is a part of the game it can happen to to you know look how Pacquiao got knocked out he came right back it's all about heart what you willing to do once you get knocked down you know I'm not the one that get knocked down and be like no I'm done I'm willing to do better come back stronger the next time so I feel like uh, if I train myself properly and make sure my focus is 100%, then it won't happen again. How about you, Leonardo? Do you any concerns for your friend? And um... well, we you know we gladiators, you know, so this this is what we for we built for. So when he goes in, as long as he works hard 
And the one thing I like about this guy is he fights hard fights. You know what I'm saying? He ain't like these other guys who ain't trying to fight nobody. So when see if he when he whenever I see him get knocked down or out or anything, I look in his eyes and I know when he talk, I know he's he's trying, you know, and that's one thing you cannot build is heart. Right. And he wanna go out on his shield and I don't feel it's no no long lasting thing unless you fighting too long, you know. Yep. But him he got the heart for this. A lot of guys, they scared. They won't even take a chance. So I don't feel, I do not feel nothing like he shouldn't be doing this. You know, when he retired, I was happy for him. And when he came out, I was happy for him. So it's like, hey, come on, man. Let's, let's finish what we left off at and it's, it's come on. And he never had nobody behind him where he can get some fights. He was learning on the job as well, yeah, you know. Right. And yeah. he fought some hard guys. Hard guys. Olympic uh, guys. Olympic gold medalists. Yeah, he fight guys like that. So, yep. and he was, the, he was in there fighting, and he went out on his shield. It ain't like he took a hit, and it wasn't a hard hit, and he stayed down. Yep. He fought until he couldn't fight no more. So right. that's all you can ask for from a guy. You know what Dwayne did that you've never done for me? What? He asked me one time, and then I, you can't turn down a guy when he asks us. He asked me to walk him down to the ring with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's quite an honor, right? And and I did it, you know, yeah. and, and everybody's like, you're media. You can't do that. And I've been breaking rules ever since. Right. <laughs> we're going to reinvent this game, that's dude. Right. I'll do what I want. Right. right. Now, that, you know? now that you got Riffy on the phone for me, I need you to come down now. That's a psychological <laughs> battle there. Right. I'm probably writing. I wasn't writing Dwayne's show, but if I'm not writing this show, man, you never know, man. Right. You never know. But no, I remember Dwayne asking that, and a huge honor to do that because oh, yeah. you know, and, and and see that and everything like that. Yeah, you fought Paul Parker that night, dude. Yep, Man, yep. you fought some talent. I fought some yeah. tough guys. Yeah, Paul, Paul Parker at the time was uh, pay per view was like five and zero. Oh. Yeah, six and zero. Oh six the time. and zero. Oh. Yep, I was four and zero. Oh. And then that was the infamous night backstage too. Oh, there's yeah. there another yeah. fight that no one saw on the card <laughs> that I was a part of, and everyone yeah, was a man. part of. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's wrong with guys, man. They always want to mess with the smiling guy every time, man. I'm <laughs> just, I'm just having fun, smiling, and you know, as usual, talking to everybody. And it had to be two drunk guys want to mess with the little guy. <laughs> so hey, but see your 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 nickname from us is little ball of hate. I know, <laughs> but I, at first I was wondering why he called me that. But then when he explained to me why, I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I like that name now too. See? I like that. See, uh, let's talk really quick before we do what's on tap. Toledo, huge res- uh, resurgence. Robert Easter, obviously yes. IBF champion. Not only that, uh, a bell. Uh, I just saw Sonny Fredrickson. I'm huge, yes, good uh, huge on that guy. Good talent. They're kind of uh, sensing a little bit of Toledo-Detroit rivalry here. I mean, we're so close, everything like that. Do you guys looking down there and seeing that and kind of like, you know? I'm like, bring it. That's what I'm like. God, wouldn't it be cool, like a border war, Toledo-Detroit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like them guys, man. They're doing good. They got a hell of a trainer, man. He dedicated to the game. He loved they got, He loved his guys. He'd do he go to war for his guys, you know. Lamar Champ what's his name? Lamar Champion, Chapmaker Chap yep. yeah. on Facebook. If you if you got a guy, you got kids that want to be in boxing, call this guy up. He he's good for him, you know. And he got a hell of he building a hell of a team from scratch. You know, but they better not call the page server <laughs> because I will serve anybody. You know, uh they have the benefit of not having a pro team. 
You know, they have a minor league team in Toledo. So I, I'm covering the Robert Easter fight for Fight News. They sold out the Huntington Center, which wow. held 10,000. Oh, it was wow. the loudest for PBC Easter. He's fighting there again June 30th. Go check it out. Hmm. Man, An arena Easter, full. Man. He's and, a side guy. He's good for boxing. You know, he's They gave him a key to the city fun. and had a parade for him. Yes, yes, I, yeah. I, I don't guy. know if they do that for a Detroit champion. They wow. should going forward. Why they do that for K9? K-9. 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 Right. champion. Yeah. They, man, come since, on, man. Since time I'd like to see that. You know, I'd, I'd like to see that. We got to do what's on tap really quick, uh, and then we'll move on the show. Jimmy's going to go first. Do you want to go to a break after what's on tap? Just yeah. A quick song break? Yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to do what's on tap, and then we'll go to a quick song break, and then we'll come on back. All right. This is what's on tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Um, not a whole lot going on. Uh, May 27th at Sheffield in England on Showtime, we have Kel Brook versus Errol Spence Jr. 12 rounds for Brook's IBF welterweight title. We also have George Groves versus Fedor uh, Chuninov. 12 rounds for the vacant WBA super middleweight title. Uh, we also have Dave Allen versus Lenroy Thomas. 12 rounds for the vacant Commonwealth heavyweight title. Jamie Cox versus Lewis Taylor, 12 rounds for the super middleweights. Lawrence uh, O'Keeley versus Russell Henshaw, four rounds for the cruiserweights. Joe Cordina versus Arthur Selivanos, four rounds for the junior lightweights. Anthony Fowler versus Arters Gakins, four rounds for the middleweights. Uh, Anthony Townhead versus John Kays, 12 rounds for the vacant Commonwealth junior lightweight title. Uh, moving on to, uh, well, we'll go to Merdina, Mexico on Integrated Sports Pay-Per-View. You fought in we- Mexico. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, hopefully you didn't drink the water. <laughs> I think I did. Oh, no. You know I, if you did. I, true story. Uh, when I was in uh, Fort Irwin in California uh, for Army training, they had these gut trucks that, that came out. And one of the purposes of the gut trucks was they had Coke that was bottled in Mexico. And it was designed, or for us, the reason that they allowed them in there is because when you were in the field eating MREs, you get bound up. Drinking one of those Mexican Cokes, man, right. you were not bound up anymore. Oh, they, 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 they the real Cokes over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mordina, Mexico, Integrated Sports Pay-Per-View. We have Manuel uh, Sobrados versus Hazar. Hernan uh, Reynoso, twelve round, or I'm sorry, ten rounds for the super middleweights. Uh, moving on to MMA, uh, May 28th we have UFC Fight Night, Gustafsson versus uh, Texli- Texiero. Uh, we also have, hold on, I got to pull this up right here. Uh, we also have uh, Misha Krukov versus Volkan. Uh, Oatzenmeyer, Ben Sauders versus Peter Sobata, Abdul Razak Alahassan versus Omari Akimedov, uh, Oliver Enkamp versus, oh, and now my, God dang it. This is what happens when you try to do it off the, the laptop. The freaking ads pop up. Uh, versus uh, Nordine Too Talib. much porn, Jimmy. Too uh, much porn. No. <laughs> well, 
porn viruses. That, that's what that's what uh, that's what the um, um, what is that the incognito tab yeah. is for? Yeah, you get clown porn. Yeah, <laughs> you get the virus, and then the virus tells you that you can buy this product that removes its virus they just gave yeah. you for fourteen. Or the one, or the one that that gets you the most is the one that that flashes up. It's um. It says like the FBI on it, and you must pay like two hundred dollars or whatever. There was a spot, uh, a ransom. It's called a ransomware. There was a ransomware attack that happened, like to some major like uh, uh, businesses or whatever. It just they sent it, and then the uh, there was a kid in England who actually found the source code that it came from because uh, it came from some website. He bought the website for like 15 bucks and was able to like remove the ransomware and now he's such a big celebrity in England that uh like the paparazzi are like after him and his life has been ruined wow like for doing a, a kind thing and it is terrible um and let's see and that's what's on tap sponsored by falling down beer company uh we're going to go to one or two songs. Yep, and then uh, Rick Pratt wrote uh, some boxing stuff, uh, but I can't open it for some reason on my phone. So what we're going to do is either post it or I'm having him send it to uh, Jimmy. But uh, we're going to let these two guys go, especially because they're training. We're going to move on to our next guest. I want to go, man. Oh, you can stick around. <laughs> you can if you stay want. if you want. Yeah, I'm you don't have fun, to go, man. If you want to have fun, stick around. Yeah, yeah. You don't <laughs> have to go. We're not, <laughs> we're not kicking you out. Yeah. We're just saying. Yeah, I was we know. Say. You no longer have to right. stay. Yeah. Uh, we have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have the gauntlet has literally been thrown down. We have has literally been thrown down. We have Rich Ellswick with us. Is that correct? Did I yep. pronounce it right? All right, we're gonna have him on the other side of the song. We'll be back in a couple seconds. You're listening to the Undercard Hand Combat Radio. Oh. Welcome back to the Undercard. Uh, we're joined by L. Do you have a question for somebody in the studio? Yes, I got a question for Leonardo Tynus. What up, Dell? What up, dog? Cuz what's going on? That's what's up, man. How you feel about your fight, man? Well, I'm feeling I'm feeling real good, confident. You know, my one of my hardest camps, and <laughs> I guess I, I'm getting ready for this young guy, man. You know, my nephews, they you know they talking back to their uncles, so I got to get them right. <laughs> so you calling these boys the nephews out here? <laughs> yeah, these my nephews, man. You know, cause they younger than me. If you 28 and under, you a nephew. You my sister's son. Oh. <laughs> so, how, so how would you feel you know, with, with these statements, man, if your nephew put a pounding on your head? Well, if if he, if my nephew do that, then I'll be like, he got his, he got my blood in him. So, you know, I'm just old. I'm an old man. My nephew got over on me. That's how I take that. Uh, man, you better not. You better not let your nephew do like do you, do you like that, man. You gotta have a lot of nephews want to try you. That's probably what you want, huh? Yeah, man. But you know how it is. You know, once you it's over, it's over. All your nephews can get you if they if they got your blood. They they should be able to get you. If they can't, they might not be in your family. Right. So if they get you, they deserve it. I, can, I got you, man. I right. ain't got no more questions. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. <laughs> yeah. You know, it'd be funny though. We should find a restaurant to sponsor this fight, and if if Cole wins, uh, seniors get a discount. Yes, and if Paris wins, the students get a discount. Oh, it's a lot of students, so we can't do that. We gotta let the see. We gotta eat. 
<laughs> All right, so we are joined uh, by another guest. That the uh, first off, really quickly, these guys are, are loving it over here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, self-proclaimed gladiators. You know it. Uh, uh, did I pronounce your name right earlier, Richard Ellswick? Yep, Richard Ellswick. Yep. I want to make sure. Um, you you brought in some neat stuff for us. We're gonna let Jimmy uh, interview you here. I'll fill in too. It's but so uh, neat. It is. I'm geeking out. Like me seriously. too. I am yeah. too. Yeah, but, it's nice. But on our commercial break, just to give a little highlight here really quick. Uh, we had uh, Leonardo Tyner and uh, Dwayne Williams trying on some, uh, literally some night kind of gladiator stuff. So, Jimmy. Okay. Uh, so, first, introduce yourself uh, and uh, um, and what it is uh, that, you're do, that you do, um, how you got into it, and... Uh... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, my name is Richard Ellswick. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, one of the members that run the Detroit Fight Club. Um I know there's been that in the past in the Detroit area. Uh, Wait, the first rule is you don't fashions. talk about Fight Club. Right. So how, are we, how are we even doing this? Different Fight Club. No, Different Fight okay. Club. you talk yeah. all about it yeah. until okay. work asks about it. Then you don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we started Detroit Fight Club up uh, a couple years ago, about 2013. And uh, I've been doing this, and what this is is medieval sword fighting. Okay? Right. Okay. I've been training with that since 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I got into the sport. Now, at the time, it was reenactment, a LARP style using uh, solid bamboo rattan uh, mm-hmm. called the Society for Creative Anachronisms. That's what I started in. Well, about, I don't know, 95, 2000, somewhere in there, the reconstruction movement started for recreating medieval combat. Mm-hmm. And it started in Europe. Uh, kind of England. Uh, so it started like uh, I heard it started mostly like uh, in Russia and the Ukraine and then immediately it hit like the UK and all those places. Right. Well, okay. It, it started a little bit before that. Okay. But what happened was, I mean, you know, the kids in Russia are like, what are we going to do? We ain't got nothing, no future. Hey, let's go have fun, beat each other <laughs> with swords. Let's, let, <laughs> let's just drink vodka and hit each other with right. swords. It should be fun. <laughs> so that's where it started and it just just ballooned, uh-huh. right? Um, and about, I would say, 2008, uh, American went over there on the Peace Corps in Ukraine. Okay. And he saw this. His name is James Jonathan. He's like, I love this. He'd been doing fighting like I have since 90s. Uh-huh. And he's like, we got to do this as Americans. Get this back here. Um, and what this is is actual steel weapons mm-hmm. and hitting each other with armor on. Yeah. <laughs> and literally, I mean, it. You, you can watch it on YouTube, uh, just YouTube, uh, Battle of the Nations. And, uh, I mean, uh, it is brutal. It well, is you absolutely brutal. feels that. You feel the hits actually with the – So the there's a couple different forms of the combat we do. We do singles, like point counting, like boxing is point counting. Right. Like boom, boom, boom. Um, that's just that. There's no thrusting either because we don't want to actually right. kill each other. We don't want to <laughs> pale, right. Um, but then there's – Singles that are point counting, and then there's pro fight. There's a pro fight format, which is like boxing. Three-minute mm-hmm. rounds with a minute break followed three rounds in a row. Right. So add 50 pounds on you and fight. Yeah. Right. Right, right. And then throw a helmet on you that might restrict your breathing a little bit. Wow. <laughs> and your vision. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. your vision. And, I mean, we've thrown MMA fighters in armor and said, okay, let's go. And, like, a minute into it, they're like, <gasps> wow. Um, I'm done because it's, it's a training thing. You got to get yeah, used to yeah. that weight, get used to that breathing, that different style of fighting. And you might remember when you first started training, you're like, 
Yeah. You know, yeah. You're, you're, you tear yourself down yeah. because you're tensed up. You're yeah. not relaxed. You're not comfortable, right? And as you get experience, you get relaxed and you get comfortable. So, um, so 2010, James Jonathan brought it back and said, let's get a USA team. They do this fantastic tournament over there called Battle of the Nations. Mm-hmm. Each nation forms a team and fights against each other. <laughs> Russia versus Ukraine versus U.S. versus Poland. And nobody took the bait. <laughs> oh. I'm going to say, how good did the U.S. do? Well, it took two years to get us there. And finally, in 2012, we went over and fought in Warsaw, Poland. Oh, I've been there. Fought there. So we're, like, standing in line to go in the fight. It's 21 on 21, right? And they're carting a dude off on a stretcher to the ambulance. And we're all looking at each other like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Way over here. <laughs> we're going to die. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right. So, so uh, uh, let me ask you this. So uh, you, you, you are wearing full, uh, full armor. Um, so it, it offers a little bit of protection. But uh, like not – you know, you, but also like your teammates or whatever. How many broken bones have there been? How many like serious injuries have occurred? Right. So in Battle of Nations in 2012, there were 400 fighters. Mm-hmm. And there were somewhere between 40 and 50 fighters that visited the x-ray machine. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's a good percentage, ain't it? <laughs> it's, it's a good percentage, but that's still pretty, I mean, I mean, you can wear all the armor you want, and it's, it's you know, like uh, uh, the, the long arms and stuff that you brought in, you know, it's blunted or whatever, so it's not cutting, but that's still a lot of blunt force that's hitting, like, appendages. So the, they got armor requirements that you're supposed to meet, uh-huh. right? They inspect you as you go on the list. Okay. But shit happens. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I was watching one of the videos. They were, like, hitting around. One of the guys, uh, I think it was from Poland, when his helmet, like, flew off. And they were wow. like, stop, stop, stop. We got to stop right now. And then he got his helmet on, and then they continued or right. whatever. But, you know, that could have – if somebody was swinging and the helmet flew off, like, a second beforehand, that could have been really bad. So there's been two incidences in my five years in the sports uh-huh. where somebody got hit by a steel weapon in the head. Without a helmet. Without a helmet. Oh, wow. One with a mace. And oh. Then, uh, it, it so that's like punching after the bell, like we just seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But with a steel right. mace. Yeah. Oh. I really shouldn't be talking about that. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, but, it's all right. Our five listeners I mean, won't care. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we do try to take safety precautions right. and the refs watch. And if they see it, boom. And most fighters, they try to stop. But, I mean, when you're in the helm, you're like, okay, I'm going to hit you. And you're like yeah. this. And you're coming down, you just don't notice. And people listening can't see me, but I'm looking back and, right, right. and then coming forward, right? Uh, the other one was with the pole arm, and his helmet came off, and the guy was already in motion, and it just hit him. Um, and that one was more force, and that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm Are sure. they still here with us? Yeah, yeah just yeah. today. They're fine. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and, the, and the sport as a whole, there's only been rumor of one death. So okay. that's not bad. I mean, no, you know. Not. Yeah. Um, and that's probably. 10 years or so. Right. Um, and there's been a few instances of swords going in slots for, you know, getting close to eyes. Right. Um, but generally, if you're well-armored, get good armor, you're going to be fairly safe. Now, do you build your own armor? Do you have, like, an armorer <coughs> who builds, like, Team USA's armor? So we're looking for sponsors. <laughs> there's no difference in sports here. You know? Right. <laughs> uh, in general, uh, you could buy it. Or you could build it. If okay. you buy it, you're looking at um, 
$1,500 minimum okay. to get armor to fight. Okay. That's minimum. That's right. kind of the basic entry skill. I was all about sponsoring you, and then you brought up right. a price. You should have just like. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not saying you you need $1,500. He's saying that's how much the armor costs. Man, yeah. I, yeah. Right. So, so if you don't have that so, and you right. still try, what's going to happen then? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for sponsors, we need about ten grand for an eight-man team. I'm just saying. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but if you're, you know, a stud and you're like, oh, man, I love that Italian gothic stuff. Yeah. Right. Eh, 15, but, 10, 15 grand. Cause I think yeah, I saw con- yeah. Conquistador armor in one of the uh, yep. the videos. Yeah. But so um, – uh, you said you could buy, but you could also build it. Do you build any of your own stuff? Or? So I build I, – I'm able to build almost all my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, gauntlets and a helmet are the two things that are a little trickier. Mm-hmm. Um, and making swords. I mean there's kind of an art there. So. Right, yes. Um, but generally, yeah, I can build all my own stuff. And um, that's sort of what we do in the Detroit Fight Club. Uh, we got a, a small membership fee and that mm-hmm. just helps replace the materials. We don't have a – a place we're just fighting in our backyard, right? Uh, training, and then we build armor ourselves. So it's like, okay, come on out, we'll build armor. We have some loaner stuff, and we go, boom, there you go. So you said that you were doing kind of this like in the early '90s, but you know, with the bamboos and and all kinds like that. And then you started, you tried Fight Club. So, um, like, how do you train? For something like this. I, I know you guys probably train together at the Fight Club, but I mean, like, you're on your own or whatever like that. How do you train for something like this? So um, the big thing is strength, mm-hmm. right? It's are you strong? Are you agile? CrossFit's a, a thing that a lot of people use. Um, I just generally go with beer and hockey. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to ask this question, too. Do you guys actually, like – dislike each other the guys you battle do y'all have trash talking and um do you actually want to actually so so when there's uh ukraine and russia by the same token there's a respect just like i'm sure you get with mma or boxing right, right? there's right, a respect right. for your opponent right right there's a hey you're going through the same thing i'm going through and we're throwing down and you you want to you want to you know, hate on that guy. You want to bring up those feelings like, I'm going to destroy you. Right. Right. But at the end of the day, especially in this sport, it's like you got to respect that other guy. So there's um, like I've had a chance to hit a Russian guy when his arm was flipped up. I probably could have broke his arm. Right. I, bam. I backed off. He flipped it down. And afterwards, he knew I knew. It's right. respect, you know. Um, and that's one thing that's kind of unique about this. It's about uh, – it's about what you, uh, you know, we're recreating nightly arts. And now that's not exactly the way it was, right? They did hate each other. But right. by the same token, it's like this Duke and that Duke, at the end of the day, if I kill that guy, well, his friend's going to kill me. Right. Right. Okay. So we don't want to necessarily go out and hurt each other because next time you're on the end of the sword. <laughs> so look, you, you guys don't battle each other. Y'all got to battle other countries. Y'all don't. So we do. There's nobody battle each other here? Yeah, there is. Um, in September, or I'm sorry, October, mid-October in Springfield, Illinois, there's something called International Tournament of Chivalry. Um, and that's the biggest event in the United States where we fight. Mm-hmm. And there's last year there was like eight team, or seven or eight teams, three of them from international Russia, uh, Austria, and then Canada came down, and we threw it out. 
Uh, That's generally a five-on-five fight. Um, So let's talk a little bit about the fighting. Yeah. Okay, so the the individual fights are point counting. Um, The pearl fights include throws and kicks and punches. Um, but Ty- Tyner's getting his retirement plan going. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll take you. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, but the five-on-five, five, what's unique here is the win condition is get the guy to the ground, however you could get him to the mm-hmm. ground. Now, we don't want to uh, – it's not ex- – I'm not sure if it's exactly legal to hit in the nuts, but nobody does it. <laughs> right. You know, um, there's a few things like no hits to the back of the knee because that's going to injure you and be out yeah. forever. Uh, no hits to the base of the neck because that's going to – yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a hard place to armor. Um, but if I knock you out through the helmet with a big-ass polearm, you're out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that, that's an effective technique. Um, so but, it's so tackling from what it, what it looks like in the videos. It, it is, but yeah. the difficulty with that is you take it yourself you're down. You're taking as, yourself yeah. down, and yeah. you want to you want to get that advantage. You take that guy down. Now it's a five on four, right? And you, you buddy up and you beat the crap out of the next guy <laughs> and take him down. Now it's a five on two. Right. right. So yeah. once, once he three. go down, then what? The referee tell him he got to get out. Or? No, they generally leave you on the field, but sometimes they'll pull him out depending on where things I are bet. at. Yeah. Can um, he get back up and get back in it, or is it over? No, not yet. We, I've been itching to do that. Yeah. <laughs> do, they, do they at least crawl out of the way? Uh, no, because you, you're kind of simulating the dead body, right? So you're oh, like oh, that fight. Okay. Yeah. So you like, got to like, you got to fight around the guy. You got to yeah. fight around the guy. So yeah. you got a twenty-one on twenty-one. There's bodies everywhere. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. No, that seemed fun to me. I what, think what, I was, what counts a knockdown when they hit the ground? A knockdown is three points on the ground. So your oh. feet are two, and hand on the ground is a third. Uh, you can't push off the ground. we got a call really quick. Hello, welcome to the undercard. Who do we have here? Uh, this is Jurasco from New York. All right. Do you got a question for somebody in the panel today? Yeah, yeah. I want to talk to uh, uh, They call the pain server. Uh-oh. <laughs> the <laughs> What's going on? Hey, Latano Tyler, let me check this out, son. Uh, they're telling me you're fighting a young boy. Yeah, my What's nephew. Man, yeah, I'm fighting my nephew, uh, man, young guy. Oh, yeah? Well, check this out, man. I'm old school, son, and I want to know what you're going to do to that boy. Well, I'm going to help raise him, man, because his mom, you know, telling me he's not taking the garbage out and all that, so. <laughs> and he ain't, he's not making I'm his bed. That. See, I'm feeling that type of shit. That's what more parents need to do. Get unk on their ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they need to do. You call unk and get them on their ass. Because these young boys ain't respecting this old school. Right. You know what I mean, Mr. Tyler? We OG. Right. We gotta, they got to respect us. I mean, I might us. be from New York, son, and you might be from Detroit, but an OG is an OG. Right. Uh, you feel me? They got to respect the game, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> so I take it you're going to spank that ass on the 23rd. Yeah, after I do it, I'm going to make his bed up with his Superman sheets. You know, the little kid sheets they be having. <laughs> Superman. Yeah, give him that little bottle, man, because you're a good kid. <laughs> I heard good things about me, a good kid. Yeah, he just need need to get humbled a little bit. Yeah, need to be a little humble right now. All right, I feel you. Hey, yo, check this out, man. If you need anything, man, you just dial up Roscoe. I got your back. I'll be front, 
ringside watching your ass, son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, son, New York style, son. All right, thank you for All calling. Peace, peace, man. Uh, so, so back to what we were talking about really quickly. The question I have is how much does all the armor weigh? What are we talking about when you're running around? 50 pounds, he said. Yeah. 50? Yeah. It's like having a tailor well, on you. I'm, 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 <laughs> well, I'm 5'8". Okay, it's 50 right. for me. So if you're 6'6", yeah. six, six, you're more like you know, 60, 75 pounds. Yeah, that's Wayne. You'd be lugging around 70 right. pounds. So what about me? I'm short. Yeah, it'd be 50 pounds for you. Now, they, they are letting, in Battle of Nations, they are letting titanium. So you could cut that weight kind of oh, in half, but your price okay. goes up. Now, so uh, let's talk about the, the armor. So you got under padding, you have chainmail, and then you have plate on top of that? Or how does that so, all work? Yeah, so... Uh, you're not supposed to have any modern materials showing. Okay. okay. So you could wear, you know, Under Armour padding that, you know, football players or something. Right, like right. Then you'd have typically like a Gamazon padded jacket uh-huh. over that. Um, and then you got metal over that. We don't necessarily always use chain mail. Okay. Uh, because it's weight that's designed to prevent thrusts generally. Right. Okay. So it's weight that you don't need. I didn't, I didn't know how accurate you had to be with the armor even though – from a technical standpoint, you don't need it. So we're not required to wear the chainmail. Okay. Um, now it's I've worn it before and it's pretty fantastic because it picks up the little gaps where the armor moves mm-hmm. and things. Right. Um, yep. It does give you more protection, mm-hmm. but you get hit. It's not going to prevent the massive damage. Right. Exactly. Um, the uh, from an accuracy standpoint. It varies on the tournament you go to. Like okay. the Battle of Nations is kind of generally the strictest from an authenticity standpoint. Okay. You're supposed to have armor that looked like you stepped out of a, a manuscript or off of a stone crypt grave, mm-hmm. right? You, that's what you're still supposed to build. Um, now, we have anywhere from generally it's Eastern or Western Europe, so England, France, mm-hmm. Spain, over to Eastern Europe, uh, you got you get into the Persians, mm-hmm. some of their armor, and some Rus armor, so mm-hmm. uh, the steppes armors. Now, this year we had, for the first year at Battle of Nations, was China. They came out. Okay. And there's a couple guys in some Chinese-looking kind of armor. I, I meant to ask you, so does Japan have a team? Should I think I saw Japan. Now, what? because for them, their armor would be samurai. So, I mean, how accurate is that? Well, I mean, it's from the same period, technically, to some degree. Right. right? So, so I'm just saying, so they wear samurai armor. Right. Okay. Right. That's cool. Um, <laughs> now, they it, it, there's going to be a clash of worlds at some point of going, what is this right. event? Right. What is this sport? Right. You know, are we creating medieval Europe or the medieval era? Okay. Right. Right. Yes. Because um, I was going to say uh, another uh, thing is um, – so who came up with the, uh, I guess, design for the American uniforms? Because America didn't exist in the Middle Ages. <laughs> right. Well, right. I mean, it's it's based on the flag. Right. right. I mean, same thing with China. It's red with the star and, you know, mm-hmm. that didn't exist in a medieval era. So right. So it's like, eh, they could have chose something older. Maybe, you know, I don't know how they chose theirs. Um, but for us, it's kind of like, okay, well, we all immigrated from over there at some point. So. Right. <laughs> right, like, exactly. You know, so the Europeans, you're, oh, well, you ain't got a medieval heritage. And it's like, okay, eh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right. Who cares? It's a sport and everybody's having fun kicking each other's it's ass. It's a sport right. now, right? But yeah, at right, first it yeah. wasn't a sport. Right, right. <laughs> it was for fun. And now yeah. it's it's a serious thing. Uh, you heard of M1 uh, Global? 
Yes. The MMA in East Europe. They had now a division called M1 Medieval. Mm-hmm. And they fight the pro fights I was mentioning in armor at in, MMA events. In, 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 in the cage. Room. We've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like mostly in Russia. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's Eastern Europe. That's yeah, the Eastern thing, Europe. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what gave me a, uh, an insight into this sport, um, and I'm, I don't claim to know much about MMA or boxing, but that world is about the individual fighter, the individual person fighting for whoever and whatever that arrangement is. So Dana White's got kind of the lock on the UFC thing, right? Right. Well, for this, it's a team sport, right? So if the team decides, you know what, have fun, we're not going to participate, they don't participate, right? Right. So this sport's given me a whole kind of respect for professional, you know, sports organizations. Okay. You know, when yeah. you hear they go on strike, well, dude, man, I, I get it. You know, you... These guys are making a lot of money from these events. You ain't get nothing. It's like, right. come on. <laughs> do right, do right. women fight alongside men, or uh, do women have their own league? Yes, and yes. Which which one? Yes and yes. Okay. Uh, they have women only fights um, where it's like three on three. Mm-hmm. They haven't got enough to do five on five yet, but they'll do melee with each other, uh, and they'll do singles with each other. Just women. Um, now. Battle of Nations, at the end of it, okay, everybody's done. Okay, let's have fun. Let's do an all versus all. Mm-hmm. One side, you know, one side. Whose shirts? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> we got a call really quick we're going to take. Hey, welcome to the undercard. Who do we have here? Hi, this is Carlita. I got a question for Dwayne. All right, Dwayne, you got a quick question. What's up, little sis? I wanted to know, would this be your last fight again, or are you going to continue fighting? Well, I'm going to continue fighting until uh, I reach my goal of becoming a champion. Are you listening to the show? They just found a whole new fighting league. He's going to be fighting for years. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, like, like real armor. <laughs> right. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, good luck with that, and I'm in your corner all the way. Thanks, Lissus. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks for joining the undercard. I appreciate it. Uh, so back to the women's league. They fight alongside men. Yeah, so we do this all versus all at the end of it. Do the winner gets the ladies like back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the... Well, of course, right? The guy was <laughs> The winners, right. <laughs> um, but there's... In the all versus all, women have joined in with that. So think about it. You know, it's like in armor... You don't know who's a woman, who's right. not. It's just like, right. bam, bam. <laughs> I'm going to hit you, you know, unless you know that person's a woman. Right. 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 She doesn't have, like, the stormtrooper boobs. Not necessarily. Now, do you guys have, like, scribes or, or people that, like, help you out that aren't fighters, but, like, they travel with you, they help, like, get your uh, armor on? Wives, girlfriends, just wives, girlfriends, friends, okay. people groupies, they wanna, yeah. groupies. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know, like, if you were, you know, if, yeah. each, if each night had a scribe and, you know, that was the person that, like, maybe you were training to, like, learn uh, how to fight. It, it's, or? it's really up to, you know, if somebody wants to go hang out and see it, whether they want to join in the fighting or if they're like, eh, it's cool, but it's not quite for me. Right. If they want to go, like, we've had doctors that go with us mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, here, take this pill. This will help you. Because <laughs> 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 in the in the tournament, you know, we'll do the five on five, and you'll be in a pool of like four other teams. Well, right. you're gonna fight each team best two out of three. Right. Wow. Right. So you might fight three fights, three fights, three fights. It's not all back to back, but 
the round of three fights. Yeah. You got a minute between to substitute your eight fighters on a five-man team. Mm-hmm. Five people fight. If three people are tired or four people are tired, only three come out, three go in. Right. What it, okay. what, how long is a round? I want to see this. Three minutes. I actually want to see three this. Three minutes? No, You'll no. look it up on YouTube. For yeah, the, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Yeah. So for the five-on-five... It depends on the tournament, but there's technically no time limit. It's to whoever wins. Holy moly. Um, but they have added a 10-minute time limit because you just got to get through all the fights. I was going to say, like, you'd be there forever. And, and I've seen fights go to 10 minutes. Now, Dwayne, what I'm thinking for your fight on the 25th, you get all prints on it with your entrance here and have all his teammates come out with oh, their gladiators. Hey, 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 and you just idea. have, like, a, a, a string idea. of gladiators walking hey, in the yeah. ring. I might do now, that myself. I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of something new, too. So <laughs> give me your number before I leave. Um, <laughs> so how, how long are the tournaments? Like are they? It was like a week or a couple of days, or so it varies on the tournament. Okay, I, I talk. Uh, it's actually Friday, Saturday. Okay, uh, Friday are the singles and the women's fights, um, and then Saturday is the show for the crowd where you'll have the women's finals, the singles finals, and then you'll have all the men five on five. Uh, Battle of Nations this year ran three days. It okay. was in Barcelona, Spain. Okay, uh, in La Monumental, which is a bullfighting ring. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, it was, it was a trip. <laughs> All right, we, we got wow. another caller here really quick. Nice. Hey, hello, welcome That's to nice. the Undercard. Who do we have? Hello? Hey, welcome to the Undercard. Who do we have? We have Craig Lewis. What's up, chap? GVS. What's going on, GVS? What's going on, brother? You all right? I'm good, I'm good. You getting ready for that fight? Oh, yeah, you know it, man. You know it. We both in here grinding hard. Oh yeah, definitely that, definitely that, man. I got a question for you, man. Okay. What drives you? Man, my kids and, and my will to succeed. You know, I, I can't. I, I feel like I got to complete my mission. I came out on a mission to be known as one of the best in the world, and I feel like I can't stop until that happens. Oh yeah, that's GBS life right there, man. We grind hard. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's hey, we got a real gladiator in here now, baby. <laughs> we taking out some real <laughs> gladiator equipment in here. Hey, Craig, I got a quick question for you here. Uh, Demetrius Banks, who you just went against and lost uh, by decision to is fighting uh, Alexei Zuboff. Uh, are you pulling for Banks because it helps you in the long run with somebody in box rec, or uh, do you want a rematch to hand uh, Banks the loss? I would love a rematch, um, but uh, I'm pulling for Banks. Um, they're still, you know what I'm saying, no matter what me and him go through, they're still my boy, you know what I'm saying? We messenger each other. We give each other advice and stuff and everything like that. That's still my boy, Good. you know, 100. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I still feel like, and I feel like a lot of fans so I don't want that fight, but it's, I hope he, I, I hope he knock my mans out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you guys I, I hope so much love my, for my, all my your homie, opponents. Yes, knock my mans out, too. Oh, yeah, you know it. Is, you know I'm coming back with a bang. You'll see. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling, Craig. Man, we'll have you back on the show soon. See Lou. All right, cool. Hey, I'll be fighting June twenty third in the Motor City card again. Oh, yeah, okay, there you go. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's right. We fighting together, baby. We gonna show it. We gonna turn it out in Motor City, baby. Oh yeah, who, who that not? The pay server. Oh, what up, Cole? What up? Man, they got the both in there. That's what's up, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Man, man. I don't know. Uh, me, uh, Cole, Cole opponent, you know, uh, signed with, uh, sign with the same dude. I mean, same people I'm signed with. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do like he did. I'm going
Dog <laughs> tea style, baby. <laughs> you take care, Craig. Right. We'll talk to you soon. Right, See you, Lou. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, lo- I lost our, I mean, yeah, don't I lost where we were, yeah. A lot of phone calls. Yeah. So let's, We've never had this many phone let, calls. Let, let's yeah. describe uh, some of the, the, the equipment you have. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what do we have really yeah, quickly? So these are uh, full gauntlets. Um, they're, they got a finger look designed to them, which isn't exactly historical. Uh, this was de- uh, kind of put together this way from a safety perspective. Okay. Uh, where most of the mittens you see are kind of smooth and flat. This gives a finger gauntlet look, so you could have kind of the, the look of finger gauntlets, which is 14th century. Okay. Where yep. closed gauntlets would be 15th century, mm-hmm. and uh, it gives you the safety aspect of a closed full gauntlet. Um and you can pass those around, uh, try them on. Man, I'm looking at this on YouTube, man. Yeah, this yeah. here, <laughs> this is yeah, this it's is crazy. medieval. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Yes. yes, exactly. It's some insane. Wow, it's insane. something I will go see. Actually, you know, so it's, it's like the movies back this, in the this day. It's not like this for the gladiator fighting with Spartacus, then, huh? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm about? No, yeah, it's not. It, this is more. This is y'all more, guys uh, need to yeah. check this out. Look at this. Check this out on YouTube. This as a shield. This uh-huh. a man's man sport to yeah. me. Yeah. So hey, hey, hey! It's a woman's sport too. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so you can check out uh, the pain bank, painbank.com. That's my website, a blog. I used to do a podcast on medieval sword fighting a while ago. Pain bank, painbank.com. Pain bank, pain bank, pain bank. Pain bank. Oh, <laughs> Put the pain in the bank. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, a teardrop shield uh, strapped to my arm. I'm grabbing it with my fist, and I got the pointy end pointed towards. The enemy, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a punch with the shield. Ooh. So a solid little point, and it's all tore up here. Yeah, but it's a it, you know you're able to punch you your opponent. That. That's the damage. main thing you need in this. I seen because the way they chop it down, you need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the main yeah. things. What's, what's that made out of? Uh, it's plywood. Um, I bought it from uh, some Belarusian or Ukrainian. Um, That's one like, of the main protectors you need because I seen it. You got the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the yeah, you got well, the block with so that. so I have that, but I prefer to use the poleaxe, which I got over here, right uh, against the wall here. Uh, the blades are blunted. Uh, I'll be the man with that fist. <laughs> <laughs> I had this and that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things is we always got to have a weapon in our hand because we're still trying to you know make it look like well, right make it look like we're fighting medieval right right. Um, but nothing says if you got uh you know. You drop your shield or a buckler or something. You got a fist, close right, gauntlet. Right. You punch away, and I've done it before. You know, it's just bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this stuff street legal? I mean, could you could you start a neighborhood watch with this stuff? Or? I doubt that, Brad. <laughs> Is it street legal? Like, if you got pulled over with it, is, is it okay? Or are they considered oh, no, weapons? It's, it, most of the time, you tell the cops what you're doing. They're like, what? Cool. What? Yeah. That's cool. Where can I see that? Yeah. They forget about the ticket, man. They start playing yes. with the boys. <laughs> I got a lot of tickets coming to boxing, too. So. <laughs> Uh, and some of the guys uh, put these on their carry-on on TSA through the. Oh. Uh, right? They're like, "Oh no, no, this brass knuckles. It's no, it's sports equipment." Right. <laughs> this wow. is nice. Wow. <laughs> I'll buy you guys so, and look yeah, at this. That Check actually this out. that actually brings up a really good question. So when you go overseas to Poland, Spain, you know all that kind of stuff like that, how much hassle do you have to go through at the airport? Right. 
It's yeah, bringing that thing in the corner. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I'm sure those are check-ins, but I mean, still, (laughs) they're weapons. So a lot of us will carry our armor on the plane on a carry-on because we they don't always weigh the carry-on baggage. Okay. Right. So it's like okay, fifty pounds in a bag. (laughs) Right. Right. Because otherwise, you're putting. You know, you got 50 pounds per bag. Right. And you fly to Europe, you're paying, to, you know, an extra yeah. bag. You know? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. What I mean, screwed. I mean, have they ever, like, stopped you at the airport? Like, you know, you bring a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've had chain mail in there, and they've pulled out, what's this? I'm like, yeah. they put, they look at it like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. You tell them okay. what we're there for. Okay. Uh, sometimes Delta's really good. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you're in an international sports competition okay. representing, okay. you know, right. USA. USA. They're like, yeah, okay, we'll waive the fee and, you know. So very cool. that, that's now, very cool. I can yeah, yeah. only envision this with like a crowd eating like turkey leg dinner and like you know it being <laughs> in a casino. Oh, yeah. Descri- Get your back, scratch your head. Yeah. De- des- oh, describe yeah. the crowd. Martin. Describe the crowds and and what kind of fan gravitates towards this. Obviously, Tyner's hooked. Um, Man, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm going home and look at this. Our, our primary crowd is ten year old boys. and forty year old boys. And forty year old boys. Just saying. Um, yes. it, it's uh, uh, the LARP Fest crowds like it. Yeah. But they don't know what to do with it. They're like, huh? Because uh, it's not st- it's not choreographed. Right. So it's, it's, it's not very, a show. It's very chaotic. It is. Yes. It, it's whoever hits the other person better and yeah. faster and harder wins. Yeah. You know? You know what it reminds, story to it. You know what it reminds me of? It's yeah. like Dodgeball the movie. Like this should yeah. be on like ESPN yeah. Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> like a, another sport that was made up, they had like the. Uh, you can dodge a sword, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> catch, right. catch it on the ESPN Ocho. Yeah, ESPN Ocho. Uh, he's going to go after him with a teardrop shell. That's a gutsy move, Kyle. Let's see how it plays out. Exactly. <laughs> so, has, has any of this been televised? Uh,. It's ABC, what, Nightline? Mm-hmm. ABC Nightline. They had a little 20 minute. Uh, the international version had a uh, twenty twenty like a twenty minute that. clip on it. Okay, it was Something like, like extreme sports or extreme. They were showing hobbies. It. They had us and you know somebody dressing up as a horse, and we are. Even even really? mainstream media don't know what to do with us, right? It's right. like what the hell are these crazy right. people doing, right? Uh, and if you're in Europe, you're like, oh, I broke my arm. Okay, take me to the social medicine and fix my arm, yeah. <laughs> right? Over here, it's like, uh, yeah, I fell down. <laughs> right, get whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to meet your awesome family at Comic-Con. That's where yeah. we met to have you. Yeah. Uh, football players don't let their kids play football. Some boxers don't let their kids box. Would you let your kid do this? Um, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. does, your, does your son show any interest in it yet? A little bit. Not, I mean, it's... Uh, He's beating up my heavy bag with the sword. And it's like, oh, man, come on. <laughs> so he is, but he hasn't, like, made that leap of, Dad, train me. I want to kick some ass. Yeah. Um, when he does, I'll train him, you know. Um, because if you're armored right, uh, so what I was going to show you next is my helmet. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been using this helmet since 2012. It uh, like it. And <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's a dent here that I've pounded back out. But this one here, most of these dents, I didn't even know I got hit. 
Okay. So okay. Yeah. So with the proper padding and the helmet, weight matters, right? Because it's force. And the heavier the helmet, the less, the more movement it takes to move the helm. Turn that around really quick. It looks like you got no, no, to the front. It looks like you got the Ray Charles visibility package there. Right. <laughs> like that's right. the best you can do. It's it's called the. I don't want to be like Ray Charles. Okay. <laughs> Cover it. Right. But so it's it's going to be much more difficult for the sword to go in this one than other helms that have big slots in them. Mm, so what uh, are we talking riders. visibility? Are you kind of like like a horse with blinders knowing what's in front of you or what? Yeah, pretty much. You got And if you watch enough of the videos, you'll see fighters just turning their heads rapidly all the time because they're going. One of the tactics is blindsided somebody. If they don't know you're coming and bam to the back of the head, they're going to go flying. I mean, right. it's just momentum. That'll knock you out of yourself, not seeing it coming. I yeah, exactly. So that's how you gonna win. Exactly. That's guy said oh, the only time I've been knocked out is when I didn't think I was gonna get hit. Yes. And the guy, I thought I was clear. He hit me in the back of the head. Didn't even dent the helmet. Jerked my head forward, brain, and it didn't even knock me out. It gave me a concussion though. Wow. I mean, for a week I had you know the darkness like oh this is wow you know and for like four months I was like I gotta take a break. Yeah. <laughs> you know before I started fighting again. Um, but I've hit people straight on. Um, there's neck protection here. You gotta kind of flip it forward Jeez, so you can geez. see. Here, let me make it easier. Oh. <laughs> you were so prepared. You already took your hat off. Right. You see that? <laughs> you noticed that you're ready. Yeah, Jimmy's like, let's wear it. <laughs> No. You look like a guy that would take that off and have that face. <laughs> now, now watch this. That, that, it actually, uh, could Uh-oh. you see out of that okay. good? Yeah, actually, I, you see, I, I, I actually yeah, have okay. a point of good visibility. <laughs> what I thought. Did you feel that? What? <laughs> I'm so happy you got that live. Well, I, I felt that. Yeah, absolutely. I felt that, and, and, and it's still ringing a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, and that's how they want to hit you when you're not looking. Yeah, and I'm sure that was like at quarter strength, right? Oh yeah, would, yeah. Would, yeah. That was just. See, that is like all the strip. Yeah, exactly. You didn't I, have enough room to like, you know, pull it all yeah. the way back. And, <laughs> can I hit Jimmy now? <laughs> Only if I can hit you after. <laughs> wow. Actually, yeah. They, I actually, you can see a lot more than you think? than I anticipated. Yeah. How's the breathing in through those little tiny? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's kind of flapping or whatever. But I could see how it would definitely breathe quickly, you know. like you're getting up. But then again, you got to remember that <laughs> you got to remember that I, you know, in the military, I got used to weighing. I mean, not with a face mask, but like <laughs> body weight, you know, yeah. armor and all that kinds of like that. I got used to moving around and. All that kind of now, stuff. Now, I'm a fighter, and that scared me right there. That hit he just gave you. <laughs> so now, Brad, I think I would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be. That's a man's man sport there. But you said ladies, ladies you tougher than us people. anyway nowadays. Oh, you, you know, know that. that. Yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> you can pass around that way. Yeah. What they I say on the front? You want some of this old man? No. <laughs> T- T- Tyner's so small that neck thing will be addressed. Oh, it's yes. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'll be covered. I won't need no whole body. My- <laughs> so, oh, man, so- my t- tendonitis is acting up. <laughs> It's still ringing in my left ear. See? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. No, no, we're not. No, actually, actually, I, no, I mean, not at all. Like I told you before, I did Renaissance yeah. stuff, so yeah, I'm you. I yeah, I'm used to it. But yeah, that was yeah. So that was a good hit there. Grab the pole arm yeah. over there. Now, what's interesting about the pole arm here is, in the melee, they have a max limit, seven pounds. This one is about six and a half pounds. 
It's uh, Brazilian uh, IPE hardwood. Um, and then the head is maybe a pound and a half. So the whole thing is just a big old heavy whop, right? Right. And, you know, this is about six foot, so it's a full swing from back here right. to somebody's head. That's the weapon I want right there, more than the sword, man. Can you see just, like, taking people out? What's the number one injury that comes from this? Uh, I would probably – it's close between a concussion and – Depending on fingers. Okay. Like okay. broken limbs yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, well, it's just a gauntlet failure. Your pinky slips out and you Ooh, get a, nice. a mashed finger or something. Um, I couldn't even imagine. Uh, I'm not going to lay and play dead with a mashed finger. I'm going to be crying. Yeah. Um, broken broken bones, arms, legs kind of sometimes happen, but mm-hmm. not a huge amount. Um, not compared to the concussions really. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. as tall. <laughs> it, is, it is as tall as our ring girl. <laughs> no, it's taller. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about the pole itself, not not including the. the I'm taller than something. Just a little bit. Yeah. So, like on a, f- a yeah. five on five competition or twenty one on, do they say like only so many people can have certain weapons? They divide up the weapons, or no. you can whatever you it's want. It's up to your team on how you want to do it. So it's a lot of strategy. So then. what? Yeah. What is your weapon? Of choice? Could you take somebody's weapon? And use it. Uh, it's mm. kind of sketchy. I don't know. I, like if they, you know, you battle and they <laughs> drop there. I don't think you're supposed to, but I think you can. Okay. Uh, if it's dropped on the ground, you're not supposed to get it because it could be broken or failed. Okay, right. Okay. Um, if you got a, a, a backup weapon, you could get that. If you drop your weapon, <laughs> the rule is you have 10 seconds to get another weapon, whether it's from your belt or from the sideline from your team's side. You cannot attack your opponent when you're trying to get your weapon. Okay. Okay. So you're free to get hit now, by your opponent and not but you, can, you can you can defend, but you can't attack back without okay. a. That's now crazy. It, it, it's, they shouldn't be able to attack you without your weapon. Don't lose you, your weapon. Right <laughs> now, now well, you if, got your fist. If their weapon gets right. embedded in your armor, can you then just like grab it and use it? Uh, no, that's sort of it. you don't know what failed, right? Okay. So you shouldn't use it. And I've seen it before. An axe got stuck in the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How many sponsorship dollars would it take me <laughs> to get you to hit Jimmy with this? <laughs> Jimmy don't want to take nothing free, else, free? I don't I, think. I, uh, like, I, how hard? I, <laughs> I, I think you should have a fundraiser for your show. With or without? Oh, like that's that. actually not that a bad, is a bad idea. idea. Yeah, uh, like, for every $10 donated to your team, uh, Jimmy gets hit. Here we go. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. For every, for every, ten, do- for every $10 that's donated to the team... Uh, uh, they can hit me, but kind of not not really hard, <laughs> like but kind of. <laughs> for fifty dollars, they can swing a little bit harder. For a hundred dollars, it's swing a little bit harder. So how much I so, I got to pay to punch with <laughs> with that with that uh, about a grand. <laughs> Because you hitting with that would be harder than him hitting with that. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just, uh, no, no deal here. No. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, and one other question. Uh, so say I want to start doing this and I want to start tomorrow. How long is the training before I'm allowed to actually compete? That's a good question. Um, so there is no limit. Uh, there is no time limit. It's up to you. Like if wow. we just see Tyner out there tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a coach being like, no, "You're just not there yet." Well, that's the me. team, <laughs> right? So in the team, yeah. right? It's going okay. What are you fighting? Right. And and part of it is, it, it's think about sparring, right? You put on your padded helmet. You're you know you're using different gloves. It's kind of like 
all right, go out there and you know let's see where you're at. You're right. right. You want to same thing with matching up a good fight versus a good fighter, right? You get somebody, some champ and an amateur. That's just nobody wants to see that. They want to see right. two good fighters going at it and what the results are, right? So you kind of want that. So if you know, it's sort of up to you, and it varies, right? It's still mm-hmm. a real young amateur sport, mm-hmm. right? So it's still growing. So if you wanted to go do it, you could do it, and you know. It's, it's, I would talk to you and say, do you want to do this? Are you ready? Maybe you just want to watch the first one and make the determination. Maybe go spar a couple of the other fighters, not in the tournament part, but you know, just get your feet wet to feel it out, right? But that's the other part is you're going to train with us so you'll know where you're at. Well, how many tournaments are there a year um, right that you now, guys actually compete in? Right now in the U.S., there's um, about five or six total that you could go to. Okay. Um, we have some small demos here, indoor rent fairs in the uh, summer, but it's still kind of growing. We're going to have another one uh, up at uh, Birch Run, at the Expo Center. Uh, actual. Like, How much would it cost to come see that? How, what's the prices? So it varies, but it's usually between 10 and $25 right. for okay. general admission. Best seat. money I've yeah. ever spent. Now, yeah, uh, I think we need to all go there. Right? Yeah, yeah. Field trip. Now, now, yes. we're, we're getting towards the end of our show, so if anybody, if anybody <laughs> wanted <I'm> to <laughs> – if anybody wanted to contact you or Detroit Fight Club to, uh, you know, maybe come check it out or whatever, how would they find you or the club? Yeah, yeah. So just look up Detroit Fight Club mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook. I think it's facebook.com slash Detroit Fight Club or send me an email, painbank at gmail.com. Pain okay. bank. Pain bank. Yeah. Yep. Remember that. Pain yeah. bank. <laughs> we got a black and blue logo. You know, looks like the visa. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and as the sport grows, there'll be more amateur level, like, okay, this is for newer fighters that are under two years training, right? Mm-hmm. So you could fight against fighters that are similar. Uh, the five-on-five five is kind of wild west, wide open. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you're going in this. Yeah, right. <laughs> is there, like, a Michael Jordan, LeBron James superstar that, like, everybody looks up to? Is, right. there, is there somebody in the yeah. world that is, like, amazing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, I think it's Evgeny is, I think, his first name. Uh, I forget exactly, but it's... Um, Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll take him on. You know me. I try to get to go to right to the top. The, the Russian? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gur- not Gurunov. Uh, Gurunov is... Uh, I know who you're talking yeah. about. I can't think of his name either. Not Gladkov. He's a great uh, single uh, melee fighter. Ha! Huh. Yeah. But yeah, they do have superstars there, within there are, the... There's the a few... Yeah. That's a good question because you would like yeah. to yeah. know that. There, yeah. There's a few... Uh, the Russians are the best. It originated in there about 10 years ago. They've dominated the sport. They've, they've grown it. They apparently got thousands of fighters there, and they picked that from that for their national team. Uh, all their five-on-five fighters are like about 6'3 and up. Um, wow. You know, and, and... All the Russians tall. I did the girls tall. No, no, the girls aren't too t- – well, the ones that are fighting right now are not, but the men are. Um, I'm talking about the, the um, male order brides. <laughs> <laughs> they always talk. My name know. is Slepdiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Russian, the Russian uh, they've won the five-on-five five for seven years in a row yeah. in the world championships. Uh, they are the most dominant team. They do come to ITOC in Springfield so you can see them. Plus, you know, it's the Russians, so you know their judges are cheating for them. <laughs> Just right. like the Olympics. Yeah, we, we got, you had to throw that in there. Yeah. You know that. Uh, another, there are a couple other ones. Craig Michael Ivey in the U.S., uh, he actually, in the first M1 medieval fight in uh, St. Petersburg, uh, went over Ukolov. That's his name. Ukolov. He okay. went over and fought Ukolov. 
which is basically the singles champion for Battle of Nations. Um, I fought him in the first MMA M1 global fight uh, in armor in the ring. Uh, you know, Craig Michael Ivey, he's a CrossFit coach at the time, real strong and into it. And Ukolov here's and kind of an unproven quantity in the pro fight format. Ukolov, proven format, proven champion. They go to town. Ukolov ate him up. Just wow. tore him, tore him up. That's awesome. Uh, pro fights also they try the single point counting. They don't have weight categories, so you could get a guy five six for somebody that's six eight. And there's a picture of a guy doing that. Right. There you go, Tyner. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're all good. But, but, <laughs> but the pro format, they do try to match up weight uh, categories. So, I mean, you know, so it's kind of even, right? Um, I'm checking that out. <laughs> I'm telling you now. I want to go. Let, let me know the next match here or something going on. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be there. I'm, I'm sure we're going to go. Yeah. I mean, maybe we can broadcast live at it. You think they would yeah. let us? Right. I mean, do you have one in Michigan? I'm putting it on, so yeah, you can. Yeah. All, we have to have, all we have to have is internet access. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, another one, uh, Anthony Lynch. He's uh, he went yes. over with us mm-hmm. in 2012. I heard of him. Six yeah. six monster, just like his foot's as big as my head. <laughs> wow. He tried to kick me once, and I was like, ah, get the hell out of the way. Spot up. Right. So he did LeBron James of the sport, huh? <laughs> yeah, in the U.S. But he's retired right now. He had a kid, and just you know, life taking on work. So he's taking a little break back from it. But he'll probably come back. Uh, that's what's somewhat interesting about the sport right now. It's still growing. Uh, those that are young getting into it now have a bright future. Right. I'm 45. <coughs> my future is done in this sport. It's, I'm just living on my experience over everybody else, right? Same with you fighting right. your nephew, right? Right. Like, all right. Oh, you ain't seen that before. Right? right. <laughs> you know, that, and that's part of what this is. It's like I know how to throw somebody. I know how to trip them. I know how to move out of their range and make them tired, right? That's a big aspect of this sport. Uh, you look at medieval history, uh, William Marshall, one of the most famous medieval knights, fought in tournaments like this, like when he was 70. Nice. Uh, wow. You know, he he was commanding the guys more than he was actually throwing people down, but he was throwing people down, too. Right, experience. <laughs> I love it. it. And that's a huge part of this. So, um, you know, as long as you avoid kind of the concussions and major knees and ankles yeah, and things yeah. like that. Did you avoid time. that concussion today? Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. Just uh, no, no, it was fine. Like if you I were said, listening I, on the yeah. air, go to facebook.com backslash radio undercard. I have video of Jimmy getting smacked on the head. <laughs> I need to and see that this was video. a now allowing. Exactly. Yeah. That was not see. no acting involved in that. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. We. I want to thank all our guests. We got to yeah, wrap up absolutely. really quick. Uh, what a good show, though. Thanks, everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. we're going to get tons of pictures with this stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I say we put Taylor in it in the middle and then also just stand next to it like, you know, like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to do some pictures. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, see you next week. GBS. Take care. Later. <laughs>